Well, well, well. Hello there once again. Fancy catching you here at this place we call the Radio Waves. Come on in and have yourself a seat. Stay a while, listen to me, Wolf the Dog. Broadcast from 694.2 PTBP, the greatest radio station ever by Galactic Mile. That's like a country mile, but <clears throat> for space. Speaking of great things, this week's Howlin' with Wolf is from Zach, out in Ventura County, California, who tweeted about the show and tagged that pretending pod. Hey, listener, what a fine idea, hmm? Just a little tweet to tell your friends that you're the kind of freak that don't shy away from the horrors of at pretending pod? Sounds pretty cool to me. Thanks, Zach from Ventura County, California. Zach writes, Hey Wolf, love you and everyone on the show. For anyone listening in SoCal looking for their own furry critter companion, check out the Ventura County Animal Shelter. They got dogs, cats, rabbits, and all manner of cute cuddly critters looking for homes. No unnatural horrors, just members of the coalition you haven't met yet. You never know when you'll need a friend to tell you to hide in the creek. Thank you for all your hard work. Can't wait to see what's next in season two. (laughs) Well, thanks for writing in, Zach, about these dang good animals. I share a special bond with all creatures of all dimensions. And a cool name, Zach, if it's even a real name. I don't know a single human being named Zach. Zach is a fake name invented by the Illuminati. If you know anyone named Zack, report them to the agency. Do not approach a Zack. Do not lock eyes with any of them. They do not exist in this space. They are from elsewhere that does not exist. If you want to write up something for your wolf to howl, Tag at Pretending Pod on the internet. All of our links are in the show notes. And if you really like this show, like you like like this show, and you want to show it by showering us with $6.66 in coins, mostly dimes, <laughs> at least one penny, you'll be pleased to know that one of those links down there in the show notes is to our Patreon at patreon.com slash pretendingpod. That money buys Papa Wolf the special grease. This month, you'll get to hear the PTBP boys break down some mistakes that were edited out of their recent run of Control Copy. In a Patreon-exclusive bonus episode that Zach, not a real name, is calling How to Be a Bad GM. You won't want to miss this one. It's over an hour of laughing at that dumbass Zach's mistakes while he desperately tries to learn how to do better next time. But if hyperbolic headlines aren't your thing, don't worry. It's time for the news. Last time, Dr. Rusty Hooch, the never-missed scientist. Dr. Olivia Miller, the sad single mom surgeon. Doreen Maureen, the iPad-scrolling Pinterest lady, and the refrigerated pocket-having basic training dropout, the Chuckster. They went to a corrugated metal hunting cabin in the middle of the Arkansas woods, posing as Dr. Ann Falsum, the Bigfoot scientist and friend to BUSH. In order to retrieve the corpse, 
of an unnatural creature. However, when Dr. Ann Falsam and her team entered the headquarters of Bigfoot Underground Search and Hunt, the air was sucked out of the room. Bleeding out on a tarp on a pool table was not the corpse of any sort of Bigfoot, but rather it was the bruised and bullet-riddled body of a 12-year-old boy. And as Carl Lambert growled in confusion, it became clear to everyone else that this dead boy on the table was somehow Michael Lambert, Carl's brother who went missing over 30 years ago. Something about that math just don't add up. But that's family for you. Always complex, emotional, and time-bending. Here's a brand new track that hits that same familial trinity. It's Molly Healy with Circles. you guys are you strike me roughly my age but i don't know i don't want to assume how old are you guys almost 30 sub 30 yeah 30, we're okay. about to turn 30 and then Allie's 19 <laughs> i'm no i'm 24 <laughs> <laughs> i'm the baby well i mean i'm happy then that you because you recently came out of the closet right so mm-hmm. uh because i was like if you're th- over 30 i'm like oh man what a so many years you you lost out on pussy but <laughs> <laughs> how much pussy would you have gotten in homeschool in Allie? Homeschool. <laughs> actually a lot they're all gay <laughs> amazing uh, no, right, I, I think Ali's about... pussy game's strong. Oh yeah. my! What? <laughs> 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 that's only for me and Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded better coming out of her mouth than mine. That's for damn sure. <laughs> Let's talk about your characters and what situation they are currently in. I think things ended, hmm, interestingly. So I'd like to dive into each of your minds for a quick moment. As you've lost either one sanity for three of you or five sanity for the Chuckster. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> Is there anything going on in the Chuckster's mind other than just cool, 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 cool? As you are looking at this, uh, I assume that the, the flood of, of chemicals to your brain that is just shutting you down right now is enough to make it hard to uh, to assess the situation, but I just want to know what's going on in that in that little fucking pea brain of yours. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, the Chuckster has always had the ability to like I don't know think everything's chill, everything's fine. Like even when bad things happen, like getting kicked out of basic training, he's just like it's cool, crack a brew and move on with my life and it's all good and everything's happy but this is the first time where he's like faced with his own mortality that something bad could actually happen to him and he does have a very close relationship with his parents but he has been lying to them because he wants them to be proud 
of his accomplishments and he's feeling this I might not measure up and this might be the end and maybe I need to take things more seriously. Damn, that's like really internal. I was just like, yo, think it, what happened to the Bigfoot? And you're like, <laughs> I have to change my life. <laughs> I think I'm going to start uh, doing yoga. I think that's what he's thinking about. I got to start. Yeah. Gonna start washing my vegetables before I eat them because maybe they have what you vegetables? Know. <laughs> what vegetables? Yeah, that's true. Maybe I need to figure out what vegetables are. <laughs> yeah. What's going through Dr. Olivia Miller's mind? Normally, I think she would um, be able to separate her professionality with her emotions, like because she's seen so many, so many dead bodies in her life, and also, you know you know, people coming in from accidents and gnarly shit like that. Uh, so I think that's why she didn't lose all of her sanity, like Chuck's dear. Coming from when she had that scene with her daughter, it's always rough to see a child. It uh, pulls at her heartstring a little bit more, So I, and also in this way, uh, but also knowing what's going on in the world, having a sense of the unnatural and the weird occult thinking it's coming for children. I think she's only been exposed so far to adults having gone through these terrible things. And so now, uh, faced with a child, it's it's unsettling to her. But I think uh, she taps into her professionality immediately and, and uh, will try to assess the situation, uh, notice that um, Carl is reacting the way he's reacting, so he did not know. Um, and she will, yeah, she will slowly try to approach the corpse and make a medical assessment of it. Yeah, totally. I think Doreen is kind of in the weird mix of just like going back and forth between feeling like completely sick because it's a child and she's been haunted by these little metal melting children. But at the same time, there's like a weird wrong comfort because she is like an agent and has dealt with like murder before this almost feels ooh like routine routine to her i know but i think that's part of the reason why she lost less sanity another day in the office yeah she's like good at compartmentalizing yeah so does she like spring to action type of person or yeah i think she'd probably be the first one to move forward yeah what would even like what is her move what i'm Check this out. I know that you're not an FBI agent, right? <laughs> and I know that we don't always know what the proper like move is, you know, when you're playing yeah. someone who just has a completely different job in life than we do. It's role playing, but you know, what would be Doreen's next move? There's a body. Um, nobody touch it, trying to find evidence. Rusty over here should take this moment to like analyze the body. Maybe me too. Sure. And, and Dr. Miller, of course, surgeon, you guys have like a good team for, for analyzing mm-hmm. the situation for sure. I think it's interesting because Doreen, I would imagine, is normally trying to figure out who killed the body, right? But yeah. in this case, you know, you know, it's pretty obvious, you know. But I think the question right now is how did this body get here and did it, is, is this morphed from something else or like did something put this here? Totally. Yeah. Rusty, I think she's pretty, almost in a twisted way, like finally paying attention. Like she's interested now. Uh, <laughs> like she's been a little 
preoccupied with her personal life. She's pretty selfish and private, and she's been pretty like annoyed by her fellow agent. So she hasn't really been giving a shit. And it's very one to one with Allie's experience so far in the game. It's <laughs> very annoyed by my fellow agents. Didn't really give a shit. <laughs> Uh, but now that there's a dead body, I'm pretty stoked. Well, and uh, like, cause her experiences with the unnatural occurrences were like very impersonal because mm. she was so far removed from everything else. So everyone else had a more like personal hands-on experience. So now that she's seeing this body, she's like kind of finally like taking it seriously and is actually like interested and she needs to be interested in something to do her job well. Ooh. Is she yeah. thinking like... I see my next Nobel prize. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I think like the probably for everyone, the Delta green part of your brain in the back of your brain is saying, where's the evidence? How do we destroy it and make sure this doesn't get out? And finally, there is a certain amount of evidence that lives inside the brains of witnesses right? Mm. So you do know that Jerome Dyer is another Delta Green agent. It's fine if he knows, but there are two civilians in this room right now. Carl Lambert crying for Michael, who you remember to be the name of his younger brother who went missing almost 30 years ago, but who is still a 12-year-old corpse on this table right now. And then you have Janice Ruth, who is also in this room. So I'm going to cut to her real quick as she is going to make a beeline uh, for the front door. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> am I, real quick, am I pretty incapacitated? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, sorry. Ellie, you said Dr. Miller was going to be really interested in going up to the body, but as soon as Janice Ruth starts making a move, you reacted immediately, so let's let's go to you. Do you step into her way, or I? The thing is, my I want to Ellie, but mm. um, I don't know if my character would be have that sort of role in 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 her behavior because she's she's unbelievably clumsy and <laughs> like my dex is not great. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> so I feel speaking. like. It would be one of those like uh, situations where I'm like, somebody stop her. But I would try to t motion for her. If I can't, like I can roll for it. I mean, who knows? I don't know. Alertness, would that be a thing or? Yeah, let's actually just have all three of you who succeeded on your sanity checks. If you could all roll alertness and actually, Lindsay is Doreen's alertness or search higher. I, I succeed. Okay, great. I got a, a low roll. I got a 12. Oh, nice. I got a 97. Woo! On a 20. My alertness is higher than my search. And what did you roll? Oh, I sorry. I haven't rolled yet. <laughs> <laughs> 74. Oh, on a 70. Oof. Da. Um, okay, so. Uh, oof. Da. <laughs> Ellie, I'm going to give you the option since you're the only one yeah. who succeeded. Are you uh, yeah. are you going to make a move toward the door to stop Janice Ruth before she goes out? Oh, or are you yeah. going to immediately check out the body? Miller wants to check out the body, but she is the body, but she is uh, super, super, she's cool right now. She's cool-headed, level-headed, so she knows exactly what's going on. Her perception is on point, so she just straight up goes to, uh, she catches Ruth by the arm. <laughs> oh, there's no need, there's no need to panic. No, the, um, are you kidding me? The panic? Definitely panicking. You seem to have been uh, through a lot. This happens a lot. And she is going to lie. And she's going to try to convince 
Ruth that she is hallucinating. She's been hallucinating, uh, had some sort of head trauma. She's going to try to do like a medical, do the power of suggestion of like, how have you been sleeping lately? Have you had any head trauma? <laughs> All right. Uh, do you have psychotherapy? Yes. Oh, awesome. Ooh. Go ahead and roll psychotherapy. Uh, not super high. 41 for no. psychotherapy. Where's my uh, psychotherapy? Where the fuck is my fucking psychotherapy? Uh, no. Um, I have... Never mind. Uh, no, I failed. <laughs> <laughs> I know what it was! I know what it was and I know what it is! No! I know! I just, Calm I, down. Calm down. I just... I can't! I can't! I can't! I can't! Um, I'm going here. Yeah. Okay. Uh, she's, she's going gonna to need try to be to... restrained. Yeah. Alright, so... Uh, can I punch her in the face? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> can I just... Can I try and restrain? I probably have... Yeah, I think at this point, if uh, the other two who have fa- succeeded on their sanity checks want to want to move in to help. Yeah, I think I probably have things to help restrain. Medical doctor, do you have an inhaler in your bag? I didn't take one out last week, but uh, do I, <laughs> Zach, please? Always. <laughs> I, I like to think that everyone has everything. Everyone's very well prepared. You wouldn't be oh, in Delta Green this? if you weren't. A million dollars in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm uh, gonna shove the inhaler in her, try to in- shove an inhaler in her mouth. So as Dr. Hooch and Doreen Marine kind of grab either side of this woman and set her down onto the ground, still with the echo of cool, 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 cool. <laughs> she's in the background, uh, Dr. Miller pulls out an inhaler, helps Janice Ruth with <laughs> You look over and you see Jerome Dyer, Agent Dyer, is uh, is comforting Carl Lambert, who is now on his knees, kind of crawled up toward the pool table. He's got his elbows on the pool table and his hands flat, chin is on his hands, and he's just crying and staring at the face, uh, you know, kind of from the side uh, on this corpse of this, again, just completely bruised. Every single part of the skin all the way down is blue and black and purple with bruising. And there's just slug hole after slug hole with blood just pouring out and pooling on this tarp below. And Jerome Dyer is just comforting Carl as best he can as Carl is just weeping and moaning. This was a separate room, right? Basically, the setup of this room is you walk in the front door. On your right, there's a bathroom. There's not like a door to the bathroom. There's just a stall door with a toilet in the stall with a sink next to it that's all still open in this room. There's a ski ball table right next to, or ski ball, you know, uh, what? not table, machine? A machine? Ski ball machine right next to the toilet. And, um, <laughs> Uh, and then, you know, uh, in the middle of the room is this pool table with the tarp on it where this boy's body is laying lifeless. Oh, okay. In the corner of the room, there's some couches and a TV. And then all hanging on the walls is equipment for both Bigfoot hunting and for YouTube video making, the two most important <laughs> things in life. And you also would notice that uh, there's some like work desks and stuff where they've got their uh, computers set up. Jerome Dyer is looking back at one of the computers and he pulls out his phone and looks at the time 
and and then and that doesn't matter. I was just I just kept talking for some reason. Okay, so uh, <laughs> just like and then this happens, and then this happens. Yeah. Doctor Miller would, would uh, tries to get the attention of uh, Doctor. Rusty Hooch or Dr. Falsum yes. as her pretend name is right now <laughs> and be like we should try to look at the body but we need to calm these two assholes down first um, but she doesn't say that she tries to do it with send her that eyebrows yes. and exactly. eyes can I go out to the lab and cook something up to knock him out oh yeah absolutely yeah. okay Perfect. so I see Dr. Miller looking at me and I just kind of sneak out the back while you two are holding her down. As Dr. Miller can kind of go look at the body, Doreen is still with Janice Ruth, and Janice looks up at you, and she's like, are you going to help? What's happening? Honey, I got my iPad out in the car. Let me just go get it. It'll calm you down. Calms me down every night. No, no, I need you. I need you right here. All right, okay. All right, here's... What do we do? I pull out my personal cell phone and I pull up Pinterest. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what do we... What? Just look at the pretty pictures, honey. Just look at the pretty pictures. This is literally like you're at the zoo, like on one side of the glass, like showing the chimpanzee, like pictures of other chimpanzees. And they're like telling you like, oh, nice. Okay. You can swipe to the next one. I love that video. But this is Janice Ruth's version. She's like, that's nice. Go to the next one. Oh, thank you. That's a nice couch. Oh, God. What is, is it like interior design I'm showing porn? Her, like I'm showing is? her videos of cooking. <laughs> I'm showing her like TikTok cooking videos and then like, and oh, then interior design. Those like tiny cooking videos yeah, where everything's yeah. super small. And she's yeah, like, everything's made of felt. She's like, how did they make a spatula so small? <laughs> she like actually gets upset again because she doesn't understand. While she's, while, uh, Janice Ruth is distracted. Can I come back in with the shit? But I need to approach Dr. Miller first. Roll pharmacy. Okay. For what got what got up. What you made. For what happened in the lab. 55 on an 80. That is a critical Crit success. success. Yes. yes. Oh my gosh, you're going to knock her out forever. <laughs> How would that be a good thing? <laughs> oh my gosh, you can fucking kill her. <laughs> Perfect. Because it's a critical success, you can... Oh, uh, and because we made so many jokes about potions, uh, <laughs> you can give this... If I mean, if they'll take it, right? You right. have a liquid mm -hmm. that is going to be clear. It is going to be unscented. It will have no taste and you cannot see it. And they will only wake up when you... Um, was it the Yin Yang twins who said... Snap your finger. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait. Can it be in a tiny, tiny cauldron, and then maybe have some like <laughs> smoke coming out of it? Sometimes when you interject, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's useful. <laughs> she just, it all would times. be so cute. I, I just of all times. It would be so cute. No, but it's as tiny as the tiny cooking videos so, she, oh, yeah. so, so she's intrigued yeah she actually really likes it my god <laughs> all right so i um i yes. have this tiny tiny cauldron in yeah, my hand of course uh but i i approach dr miller while janice ruth is being distracted with tiny cooking videos love it 
All right, listen, I've, uh, I've got something. And I'm talking low so I can use my, my normal voice. <laughs> I'm not in, I'm in character right now. I've got something that'll knock these fuckers out, but as soon as I give it to them, we're not going to be able to ask them a damn thing. So do I need to wait a second? What do I do? That's a good point. Like, it, it seems like um, our friend here has been able to calm her down somewhat. Let's try to talk to them before, and if they become aggravated again, let's use your little cauldron. All right, we're <laughs> going to need a word. Banana. But banana, got it. That's my safety word. <laughs> you say banana, those fuckers knocked out immediately. Exactly. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you. Good job. Good thinking there. She gives like a nod of approval to uh, to Rusty. And then I go and I hide comes. my I hide my. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, Rusty. Rusty comes immediately. <laughs> Then I hide my tiny cauldrons. <laughs> Where do you hide it? I put it in the corner. <laughs> Labeled tiny, tiny cauldron. cauldron. Uh, the Chuckster is coming out of his... Uh, of his Temp insane. Temp insane. So it started out like really high. Cool, cool, cool. And as he comes back, it's like cool, 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 cool. <laughs> And then that's him just being normal. <laughs> okay, you're looking at this situation. Currently, we have Doreen Marine is showing Pinterest videos to Janice Ruth and keeping her calm in the corner. I'm picturing her in the corner, like up against the bathroom stall door. It's literally the exact same shot of Doreen, like over someone in like a bathroom stall but this time she's helping as opposed to <laughs> slamming a teenager into the toilet uh, Dr. Rusty Hooch is carefully placing a tiny cauldron into the corner uh, for safekeeping and um, Dr. Olivia Miller is heading straight to the body to give it a thorough look over as the Chuckster comes out of the situation and also sees Carl Lambert staring at the body with Agent Jerome Dyer of stroking his um, lack of hair. Can I roll a medicine to see uh, what I see? Yes, please roll. Uh, 55 on a 60, actually. Holy fucking shit, Ellie. 55? That's a great success. Yes. (laughs) Wow. So, um, because you critically succeeded. It, mathematically, it, it just right? it fucking oh, no, happens no, it's a lot more. all the time. <laughs> I, wait, it is it, okay. So it's ot one is a crit, zero one is a critical success, uh-huh. um, and then one hundred is a critical fail. So if you've got that's eleven chances to critical out of a hundred. So there's an eleven percent chance, but I feel like yeah. it's happening more than eleven percent of the time. Yeah. Unless you're Lindsay, God is in this house. <laughs> no, it's still happening to me, but it's a crit fail. Yeah. okay so with that being said i am going to have Lindsay, ally taylor go ahead and take off your headphones and get the fuck out of the living room so you can't hear me talk to ellie right now what this is a game mechanic in the game that's so so Ellie, I like to run closed games. So, uh, you know, obviously with all the introduction stuff, I think it's fun to let everyone in on like the character, full like character idea of each person, even though you meet as strangers and you wouldn't know all that information beforehand. But once we get into the shit and someone learns a piece of valuable information, 
that the others wouldn't know, I think it's fun to just give that piece of information to the person playing the character who knows it. Okay, interesting. All right, so I can make a decision later whether I share it or not. <laughs> yeah, and this is kind of a pretty uh, pivotal moment in the story. So, yeah. As Doctor Olivia Miller checks out this body, underneath all this bruising, all this black and blue and purple bruising, up near the chest of this boy, there seems to be. A rash and it's in the form of a circle you see the biggest circle first and it probably goes over the shoulder under the arm a little bit around the pectoral muscle over the clavicle and then back around forming an, an enormous circle over the over the chest kind of exactly where you would put your hand over your heart to uh, you know swear an oath and then you notice a smaller circle just inside that bigger one and these are just these red rashes and they're thick lines as they get closer to the center. And you see it's like a bullseye. It's like a target. And in the very middle, you begin to look really closely. You've got your gloves on, you're all suited up. So you're able to kind of move the skin around. And the, the skin is so wrinkly, like it's been stretched out. And now it's kind of sunken back in like oh my doorbell rang that's odd oh perfect and uh i'm sorry i'm gonna get that real quick this is the worst time to do this <laughs> <laughs> i had a uh, sorry. sorry about that it's my good friend joe's birthday uh in three mm. days and that was his birthday present in the mail oh yay <laughs> okay back into the most intense thing we've done <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, okay, so it's stretched out. He's big. Okay. You notice as you kind of pinch at the center of this bullseye, there's a divot dug out in the skin as if there a was divot. something. What's a divot? Sorry. What's a divot? Uh, like if a golf ball were to land on the green uh, yeah. from a high place, yeah. then, then it would make a round spot in ah, the grass. Like a crater. Yes, like, like a, a very, yeah. very small crater, just a um, concave skin yeah. spot. But mm. because it's so wrinkly, it's almost like um, it's almost like if you had an uninflated balloon that you've taken scissors to just yeah. like a, an edge part of. So there's just a little hole, like a little circle hole there mm. in the skin. And because you critically succeeded, out of the corner of your eye, as you're pinching the skin and noticing this little hole, you see something tiny, black, with countless legs crawling on the ground of the dirty tile floor in this weird impromptu cabin barn thing and it looks to your eyes like a tick you've never seen a tick like this it has so many legs all around to where as it's moving it just kind of looks like it's floating right above the ground Ugh. go ahead and roll sanity 
Uh, 31 on to my current 55. So. Okay, you're not going to lose any sanity. You know from your medical training and experience that a bullseye rash is actually a common occurrence in tick bites. Tick bites. Tick yeah. bites. Uh, yeah. I've actually had a fair amount of ticks. They're oh, really? common in Sweden. Oh. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's always a bad sign when you get like, because you can get that several weeks after they've stung you. Uh, and then you have to, yeah. All right. Well, my theory, if it we're now doing it secretly, and I had this theory last time when we, when you revealed the body and everyone's reaction is that uh, it's somehow this boy is Bigfoot, right? Like, but it's, but he's morphing back like a werewolf or some, some, some that's my theory. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, much more awful way but i didn't account for the tick so now i'm a little i'm a little interested and curious but i don't know so do i have to tell them or is it up to me you don't have to tell them uh you can just describe your actions however you would like but i'm gonna have basically this will be your moment is your moment of knowledge is gonna be your turn here and then as we as we bring everyone back in i'm actually gonna move into um combat order Oh. And we're gonna like we're in combat rounds. Okay. <laughs> so. Oh, cool. Hello. Please come back and record the rest of the game. We're watching TikTok. Zach, this is such a good like you're such a good GM. I, Thank you. Thank you. It's great. So much fun. What'd y'all talk about? Welcome back. We're moving into combat order. I would like to know what your dexterities are because we're going to move from whoever has the highest dexterity down to whoever has the lowest dexterity. So, do you want the score or the times five score? Either one because I'll know the difference. 12. Okay. 12. Oh, shit. 10. Fine. 10. Damn. Okay. So, because, rock, scissor, paper? Uh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Rock, scissor, paper. This will be hilarious because Lindsay <laughs> and Ellie have the delay. So, let's start with Ellie and Taylor. Okay. Do you do shoot? Ew. Shoot is no. for losers. Okay. Rock, okay. paper, shoot. Rock, rock paper, paper, shoot. Paper. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ali goes first. Uh, rock, paper, shoot for. <laughs> okay. This uh, is going to be hilarious. <laughs> I'm just going to close my eyes and do it. <laughs> All right. Rock, paper, scissors. Open your eyes. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So it is going to go Dr. Rusty Hooch, then Chuck the Chuckster, then. Actually, after that experience that I had uh, where I lost my sanity, I'm, I'm trying to be more serious. So I'm like, call me, call me Charles now. <laughs> 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 he says to God inside his own head. Yeah. He's like, I really wait. Feel do you like say I'm that ro- to yourself? You're like, you get get this together, Chuckster. No, get this together, Charles. <laughs> Amazing, <laughs> Charles the serious. Yes, <laughs> very serious boy. <laughs> We're gonna start with Jerome. Then we're going to do Dr. Rusty Hooch, Charles the... Charles. Sorry. <laughs> just Charles. Just Charles. You can call me Charles Tease if you want. I'll call you just Charles. Then uh, then it will be Carl. And then we'll have Doreen and Miller. And then, I don't know. I'm just saying this out loud. I'm going to cut it from the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so we can say uh, weird stuff now like poop. 
poop. Pee pee poop. Pee pee poop poop. poop. And now it's all staying in. Janice <laughs> Ruth is gonna be last. So uh, we're gonna stop. <laughs> okay, so as far as you guys know, everything is the exact same. When you look over, you can notice that Dr. Miller is uh, is pinching at the skin on the chest of this corpse. She is wearing like a full hazmat suit and gloves at this point, as are all four of you. If you forgot about that and your mental image of the scene, throw it back in there. <laughs> and so we're going to have Dr. Hooch kick this thing off. As you also would see, Dr. Miller is now releasing the skin and begins looking for uh, something in her pockets or bag that she has with her. And it's Dr. Hooch's turn. Dr. Hooch, what do you do? Okay, so I run over there because I'm supposed to be the doctor. Aren't you a scientist? <laughs> yeah, but uh, Anne Folsom. Oh, that's right. <laughs> We're still keeping up appearances at this point. I forgot. So I, I put my cauldron down and I quickly remember that I'm supposed to be the doctor in the situation. So I run over to Dr. Miller, put my British accent back on, and I loudly <coughs> say, I loudly say this. <laughs> Right, let me take a look at the body. Don't, No one touch. Move aside, move aside. <laughs> Which is perfect because she's already moving aside. It is now Charles's turn. I don't understand. Is everything as I saw it last? Yep. Okay. That's kind of the uncomfortable thing about moving into dexterity order in Delta Green is sometimes you don't know why or why. Because a lot of times we'd be in moving in dexterity order when you're in combat and then right. like a gunfight or a chase. Um, so this could be either one of those, but it also could just be me being like, and now we're moving in dexterity order to make it seem like the heightened tension of the situation. Okay. I think that I'm going to use my two months of basic training knowledge I'm gonna I'm gonna barrel roll over to the door. Amazing. Uh, and secure it. I'm gonna secure the place so that no one can escape. Ocular pat down of the entire place. You are at the only doors, the entrance and the exit. Excellent move. Jerome Dyer is still very much calming down Carl. Uh, as Carl begins, let's see. Actually, I'm gonna go ahead and roll for Carl's sanity here. Whew. Uh, Carl's eyes begin to. Um, turn to anger and if anyone were to uh, notice you, you you're hearing carl's sobs become more just like <sighs> what the fuck <sighs> what the fuck freak, freak, what the freak? which is, i'm realizing now would be hard not to notice and <laughs> janice ruth is um I'm just okay. I'm just gonna be okay. I'm just gonna be okay. I, I keep rolling really high sanity checks. And so I'm gonna lose my mind again a little bit. And she looks up at Doreen. She says, I'm fine now. And she's gonna try to stand up and uh, and move toward the door that both now Doreen is kind of in the way of, as well as Charles. Is it my turn? Yeah. I think for Doreen specifically, she's just really ready to help with the body. But I guess if she's She got fucking relegated, taken care of the <laughs> old lady on the ground. <laughs> she sure did. I guess for this turn, I'm going to try and convince Janice to not leave the premises. Yeah, great. Uh, if you want to roll Persuade or Psychotherapy, whichever one's higher. Uh, I rolled an 86 on a 50. Damn. Not lucky with the rolls. At least it's not a crit fail. At least it's not a crit fail. Uh, Janice Ruth stands up 
and is going to uh, move past you. Now only has Charles between herself and the door. Dr. Miller, it is your turn. Dr. Miller sees that uh, Janice is on her way to the door and she says with, uh, I'm gonna roll a persuade for this. Uh, and she's gonna say, if you leave, I have reasons to believe that we're all gonna die. That is a strong persuade. Uh, it's also weird and crazy. So I'm not gonna get, <laughs> I, was, I was like, she deserves a plus 20 on that until I thought about Janice Ruth in that situation, which is like, <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about, dude? Uh, so <laughs> go ahead and- uh, Minus 30. <laughs> nah, we'll, we'll just go uh, straight up and down. And roll that persuade. Um, it's fifteen on a forty persuade. So excellent, excellent. Uh, she turns around, puts her hand behind her back. Is that a threat? It's not a threat. It's a warning, and it goes for all of you. And she looks at the Carl who's crying, and um, and everyone in the room is just like, nobody leaves. I have reason to believe that there's something really wrong going on here. When you look down, you notice that uh, the floor is just white and tile, and there's some dirt spread around it, but you don't see anything else anymore because you've taken your eyes off the ground. And uh, we're going to head back to the top of the order with Jerome. Jerome's like, come on, Carl. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. All right, stay with me. Stay with me. Like a car that won't start. And uh, Charles, what are you doing? Okay, so I'm feeling very confident. With your confidence? Sorry, just to give you a quick rundown. Janice turned her back to you when she turned to talk to Dr. Miller. When she put her hand behind her back, you see that she's reaching for a gun that is in her, like, (gasps) waistband. Okay. And you are literally within arm's reach of both... You could grab her hand, you could grab her wrist, you could grab her gun, you could pinch her butt. (laughs) Well, okay, I think I'll use my... I would like to talk and move at the same time, and humans typically do that. You can definitely do that. Okay. <laughs> You're like, what, what can I do? What can I but do in this kinda, game? It's kind of two things at once. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think uh, talking, it. talking is always like kind of a free action. Freebie. Yeah. Okay. So I am action wise. I am using my athletics to reach for the gun. Okay. And also I'm going to do like a, I can picture this. So she's turned around and I'm going to stick my leg between her legs and then wrap it around one and get her down to a kneeling position. Okay, yeah, that's rad. Go ahead and roll athletics. This is like a wrestling move. or um, Yeah, it's wrestling. Yeah, I guess athletics. I mean, if you want to give me something I have higher in, like... Un- I'd no, go unarmed combat, actually, is no, probably wait. closer. That's lower, though. Yeah, go ahead and roll unarmed combat. I'm going to go ahead and roll athletics. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You I'm going to go ahead and roll The first athletics. thing you said seems fine. <laughs> I pass either one, 39, okay. on, a 40 or a, on a 50 or a 60. What up? <laughs> All is. right. The jig is up. What the fuck is going on here? I turn to Jerome. You got to fill us in, bro. Like, this shit's crazy. I have absolutely no idea. This was a goddamn Bigfoot five minutes ago. Well, then how the fuck did it turn into a, a little boy? I'm not a doctor. And you both just, like, whip pan turn to the other two. <laughs> <laughs> I think someone should look to see if there is security footage so we can see the oh. transformation. Did I skip Dr. Hooch's turn? Yes. Yeah. Allie, you didn't <laughs> speak up at all. You I just, thought I went. I was like, I guess I go after Taylor. 
I guess I I guess I lost rock paper scissors. <laughs> huh. I forgot I won rock paper scissors. Well, I yeah. forgot to you know have you go next. So Sorry. it's your turn. Um, okay, so I now that things are getting a little more out of hand with these two civilians, I look directly at Doreen and then I glance over at the cauldron in the corner so that she knows she needs to go get it. And I'm still like hovering over the body playing Doctor Ann Falsam. I'm so sorry. I. If you could hold, just I think everyone hold for a moment. Oh, yeah. My Pro Tools is not responding and I'm having a heart attack. Oh, you're, you're doing great. What do you use your Pro Tools for? Recording. Oh, <laughs> that's bad. Yeah. Oh, no. Yep. I just realized hey, what guys, that mean. Hey, guys, it's all still there. Yeah. It literally did full not responding white screen <gasps> and then yeah. boom, back to fully in motion. <laughs> Yeah, can you imagine? Oh my god! Let's get this I had man to a shot. Re-record <laughs> an entire, uh, two entire episodes once. Um, no, uh, that it was like Philos, like it was like a very cool finale, like all the revelations, oh, and it's just like no gone. That fucking sucks. Yeah, but it actually the second time around was better because then they could rehearse. Like, it's like yeah, rehearsal. of course. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, we recorded, we re-recorded our first episode because it was the first time we were ever on mic, and uh, yeah. we finished, and we were like, that sucked. <laughs> 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 All right, uh, let's move on to. Uh, well, if I'm being honest, didn't hear a goddamn word you said, Allie. <laughs> so I'm still, Dr. Hooch is still hovering over the body, playing Anne Falsam, playing Doctor, but she looks over her shoulder directly at Doreen and then looks over at the cauldron to let Doreen know that she needs to go grab that. Yes, go ahead and roll alertness for me. Okay. Damn, why'd you give me such low alertness? Yeah, sorry, <gasps> dude. Uh, wait. Holy ten. shit. <gasps> is that crit success? No. 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 11 would <laughs> no, be. No. Oh. What does it mean? It means you passed. Oh, okay, I passed. Congrats. Thank you. Uh, okay, instead of leaving, instead of leaving the room this time, Lindsay and Taylor, just take off your headphones, and then if you could just like put your fingers in your ears and wiggle them a little bit. Maybe don't make that noise. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Hooch. Yeah. As you look at Doreen Marine, you see that there is a small tick on the ground that is crawling directly towards the military boots that are planted firmly on the ground in between Doreen. I don't know why I'm describing her feet so weird. It's heading toward her boots. Okay, okay. It's a small tick. I need you to roll sanity. Okay. It's just a bug. You got 71 on a 55. Oh, it's probably not just a bug. You're gonna lose one sanity. You've seen ticks. Mm -hmm. Ticks don't have that many legs, Dr. Hooch. This thing basically is floating as a wild amount of legs, but also seemingly a changing amount of legs carries this thing as if it's floating just off the ground directly toward Doreen Marine as you you, uh, point at her and then give her the eyes, you know, over to over to the vial. Do I get another action? Uh, because you failed your sanity? No. But you do see this thing, and so the knowledge that you possess and making the move toward Marine of having her, which is handy that you're telling her to move. <laughs> yeah, I guess. That does work out quite well <laughs> yeah. for you. Okay. Okay? Okay. 
Understood. Under, hey, do you fucking get me? <laughs> All right. Yeah, so I motion to Doreen Marine to go over to the cauldron in the corner. The cauldron to get the uh, the sleepy time medicine. Banana time. It's fucking <laughs> it's banana it's, time. It's fucking banana time. <laughs> uh, and with that, I need everyone else to roll sanity. So Charles, Doreen, Dr. Miller, go ahead and roll uh, alertness. Sorry. Did I say alertness or sanity? sanity. Oh, alertness. Roll alertness. Thank God. Because if it was sanity, I would have crit failed, but I crit success. Ooh. (laughs) 44. Congratulations. Yeah. That was a real turnaround. Uh, Lindsay. 51 on a 70. Oh, success. And Dr. Miller. Fail. 34 on a 20. Dr. Miller seems to be looking all around on the floor trying to find something that she may have seen previously but is now lost. Doreen, you see it right in front of your boots on the ground crawling toward you and Charles, you also see this little little creature. Um, no, go ahead and roll uh, sanity, both Charles and Doreen. My sanity's so low. Yeah, I failed. 4,259. Oh, that's a success. So, I... Uh, and you have so much sanity. <laughs> <laughs> I only lost one earlier when you lost, like, five. Okay, sorry. Lindsay, take off your headphones again as you just... Oh, wait, no, hold on. Sorry. Keep them on just for a moment. Listen to me. Listen to the words coming out of my mouth. You see just a tick. There's just a tick on the ground. It's normal. You're out in the woods. There's a tick. There's, you know, sometimes there's crickets. A sometimes there's tick? ants. Uh, no, it's just like a normal tick. I mean, ticks are not great. You don't want it to be near your foot, I suppose. But that's all you see. Take off your headphones. No big deal. <laughs> yes. Hey, uh, Chuckster, this thing has so many goddamn legs. Uh, like, this is not a tick. This is, it looks like a tick, but it's almost like floating off the ground with how many legs it has. And the number of legs keeps changing. And like, with the critical success on the alertness, you actually notice that it is almost like forming and reforming in different spots around, like Ooh. as it's moving toward Doreen's boot. I can picture that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> Good storytelling. Oh, hey, thanks, dude. <laughs> I love you. Love you too. Shut up. Uh, In a room. (laughs) I'm so jealous of Lindsay. She gets to close her ears. (laughs) (laughs) Lindsay, they're saying bad things about you. And Lindsay's back. (laughs) I missed out on the fun. You have no idea how lucky you are. Doreen, it's your turn. What do you do? I'm going for the cauldron. Hey, Zach, do I have to lose sanity points? Yeah, just lose one. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for asking. You did have homework. I the rest fair. of the class groans. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> Roll dexterity. Okay. God. Zero on. I'm sorry, you rolled zero? I rolled. Double zero? Double zero. Hey, guys. What? (laughs) Uh, So double zero means 100. Oh, Oh, shit. shit. Oh, shit. (laughs) 100 is literally the worst thing you can roll in this game. And Zach, what did you roll? And this was a contest, and I rolled a 38. You rolled a 100. (laughs) 
So, yeah, pretty easy. You move over to the uh, cauldron in the corner. What do you do? Do I know what this is for? Do I know that this cauldron is like a potion that you've made that will knock them out? I mean, all I've done is go out, bring it in, and then look at you so, and look okay, at it. So I grab it and I look at you. I just glance over at um, Janice Ruth. At this time, real quick, Ellie, if you could take off your headphones as well. Uh, Lindsay and Allie, take off your headphones and, and plug your ears. Me, it's me. <laughs> uh, hey, Taylor. Yeah, what's up? What's up, bro? You're my favorite. I love you so much. I love should you so we much. pause like every five minutes to do this? Yeah, it's really Aww. fun. All right, should we get them back? <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> no. Okay. Because you critically succeeded on your alertness check. Yeah. Yeah. To see this this weird fucking seemingly unnatural otherworldly uh-huh. bug, uh-huh. you also notice it. You know how I described how it like kind of blips in and out? Uh-huh. It seems to blip a couple times as it jumps and it slides directly down into the military boots of one Doreen Marine oh, no. and disappears into her <gasps> boot. You process that information finally when she's across the room and has grabbed this cauldron you finally think to yourself like holy shit that thing just like disappeared into her boot that's so weird and am i allowed to do anything or just know it you just have to know that for now i can't yell out Mm, let her act first if that's cool because we don't want to interrupt her yeah she seems to have something fun to do i think she's excited about it what do you think (laughs) (laughs) all right let's get it all right, come back. All right. Hold on, I have to wipe the ear ma- earwax off my fingers onto my pants. <laughs> Everyone stop what you're oh. doing. Allie's got to run. <laughs> oh, I, this is the most grossed out I've ever been recording this show. And he records with and Luke and Thomas. So yeah. honored. <laughs> you're- you, no mention of Joe there. That's interesting. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Joe's, Joe's a saint. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, no big deal. Dur- Dur- <laughs> uh, Doreen Marine, what do you do? I made eyes with Rusty Hooch, who just looks at Janice. Right, yes. I'm gonna head towards Janice, and I think my plan is to just like try and like, as if she were my cat or my dog, just like. Pry her mouth open and give her some of this and like rub her throat to get her to swallow it. (laughs) (laughs) As you're doing that. Doreen, pour it in your boot. So I poured it in my boot. Not, Not all of it. (laughs) <laughs> Whoa, what the fuck? So trusting. Wow, so trusting. That's amazing. He seems pretty sure of himself. And also like... And once I became Charles, everyone just was like, wow, there's just something about him. I just trust him. <laughs> he pulled that move where he got, he got the gun. Charles and got in charge yeah. of our taste. <laughs> <laughs> Now recording. Now recording. You are now being <laughs> recorded. All right. Uh, <laughs> that's how I'm going to laugh for this episode. If you guys are cool with that. Yeah. <clears throat> Only if I can laugh like. Yeah, Ooh, that's, that's a satisfying that's mic yeah, sound. Yeah, that, that, that was dick sucking sound. Like, <laughs> <laughs> satisfying. All right. Let's, uh, <laughs>
心。